0: short time i'm not gonna be here forever um if you've been wondering what happened to the podcast basically the computer that i do use to like create the podcast is fucking shitty as fuck so to make one episode will take me about the whole fucking day i don't know how long this episode is going to take me so i'm going to try to keep it short uh episode five is lost um i don't know where the fuck i went If I find my phone again, well, it should be somewhere in my phone. It's whatever you didn't miss out on shit. But if I find it, I'll release episode five. Till then, I'm just gonna have this very short, short episode. When I say short, it's like as I'm, I'm like thinking about what to say. I feel like it's gonna end up being parts. Like it should be like a hour to two hour type of podcast, but I'm gonna try to keep it as short as possible. And I don't like talking about politics at all because. It's a touchy subject, people get offended, some people don't want to hear this, some people don't want to hear that. And it's kind of a tricky fuckery. So, if you don't want to hear about politics, just skip this. Make everybody's life easier. Don't worry about it. I won't be mad. After this one, I'm gonna go I'm gonna get back to making funny lol jokes and talking about stupid shit and talking about random shit. But this one is just going to be strictly about this Hillary-Trump political bullshit that's been going on and all that great stuff. So if you want to hear it, you could stay. And if you don't want to hear it, you could leave. That also works. I won't hate nobody. Do as you please. Okay. Carry on. I'm going to start off the podcast not where I got into politics, but where... Let's say where, where, where I ended up at a conclusion. Let's say at this point in my life, I am at this conclusion... I am going to go back to the point where i started before i came to the conclusion that i'm at right now
1: the wealthiest one percent of the population in this country owns more wealth than the bottom 90 percent so if we're going to talk i guess it's not interesting mr chairman
2: capitalism is great but There's so much greed and so much money goes outside of this country that they've become criminals. You know, I've been saying this for 20 years and he's saying the same exact thing that I've been saying forever so I'm here to support Bernie Sanders.
3: We deserve to have our tax money pay for things that we need like better infrastructure, better education and not wars because right now 61% of our taxpayer money goes towards wars that I don't think our country really wants to be involved in anymore. Bernie
0: says dream big we can have it all. Stop giving the money for perpetual war. It's time we showed America some love. I love Bernie he's my hero. The American people hold
1: the President of the United States in contempt. They hold this institution in contempt. They hold the Republican Party in contempt. They hold the Democratic Party in contempt. They think that maybe, given all of the crises facing this country, it's about time that there was some bold leadership here and that this institution made some hard choices. And this is what the choice is about. We are spending $270 billion a year on the military, but we don't have a major enemy. The same ones that would put homos in the military, the same ones that would not fund... Mr. Chairman, sit down, you socialist. Now, my ears may have been playing a trick on me, but I thought I heard the gentleman a moment ago say something, quote-unquote, about homos in the military. You have insulted thousands. In America today, we have more people in jail than any other country on Earth, including China, an authoritarian communist country with a population four times our size. How does that happen?
3: I think the last time that I thought that I was really, really proud to be an American, I was probably five years old, and um, Bernie Sanders gives me hope. No president
1: can do what has to be done unless millions of Americans come together And say loudly and clearly, Enough is enough.
0: So basically, the Occupy Wall Street people all got together and kind of pushed Bernie Sanders to run for a political position. So that's where the whole campaign started. So, you know, everybody's like, fuck this bank, fuck this bank, fuck this, fuck that, fuck that. So Bernie Sanders basically sounded like heaven sent. He was the greatest thing ever. He wanted colleges to be free. He wanted this. He wanted fair pay. He wanted everything. Just, he sounded like the man. So he lured me in. And I'm like, all right, cool. I'm going to listen to you. And the year before, it was uh, Hillary versus um, Obama. And, you know, my my opinion have not changed since then. I was like, all right, whatever. I'm, I was for Obama and I wasn't for Hillary. So this time around, I was going to be for Bernie. Not because she's a female. It's just because I just, all, all my views... Seems to be reflected by some of Bernie Sanders' opinions, so I went towards Bernie. So I started off as a Bernie Sanders supporter, but the motherfucker ran into so many fucking problems while he was trying to get nominated. Everything from like getting super delegates, which is fucking stupid, but it kind of makes sense. But it's so fucking stupid, like. Like the great and powerful Oz, these super delegates are pulling the levers
1: of power in your political party, which means your vote may not be what you think it is. Even if you and your party members across the nation choose one candidate, it does not guarantee that that person will become the nominee. Here's why. When you cast a primary vote for your candidate, what you're really doing is telling a group of party officials, and these are the delegates, which candidate you want them to pick at the national convention. But not all of them have to listen
2: to you. Among those delegates, there's an elite core called the superdelegates. These people are like political wizards. They have the power to support any candidate they want even
1: change their minds at the last minute and they answer to no one in each political party about 20 percent are superdelegates enough that even if voters clearly pick one candidate the Wizards could still have enough power to tip the scales the other way and you know a lot of these people, Jimmy Carter, Bill Clinton, Al Gore, House Speaker Nancy Pelosi, Senate Majority Leader Harry Reid. The Republicans call their wizards unpledged
0: delegates, and they're usually not big names, but they're just as powerful. It's stupid, but then it kind of makes sense, but it's also stupid, but it's not very dem- democratic, you know? You can't say to people that we the people would elect who is, you know, the person that we want to run, but then some people have the power to overvote other people. Another like issue he was facing was also like the people that did, did want to vote for Bernie Sanders all were registered as independents. And for a lot of people that don't know, independent, they have two different shit, like uh, independent third party and some people literally were registered as independent, which is a party like the Democratic Party and the Republican Party. And then there's also the independent party. So people when they were trying to vote for Bernie, they couldn't vote for Bernie because at the time he was running for a Democratic. Which makes sense because you don't want somebody from, from another party running into this party to vote because there's a private party. So you gotta be a registered Democratic to vote for a Democratic Party and register Republican to vote for a Republican. So a lot of the Bernie Sanders supporters were all registered, not all but a lot of them were registered as independent. So they couldn't vote for him and they had a hard time voting for him, especially in some of those some of those like uh states where they have like closed election where it's, like only the people from the party could vote for that part for that party. Which doesn't make sense, but a lot of people just didn't know it at the time. So those people could not vote for Bernie. So the motherfucker tried to get like all the delegates that he needed, but the superdelegates basically just overpowered everybody else, and then they ended up just going for him. I mean, there were some superdelegates that they leaned towards Bernie. But the majority of them just leaned towards Hillary. So she's the one that en- ended up getting the nomination. And not just, there was a bunch of other shit to fuck with him too. I don't got time to get into everything. Um The media kept fucking with him. Like before the race was even over, they kept saying, oh, he lost, don't worry about it. One time I was talking to like to one of my roommates and I'm like, ah, I still got hope that Bernie could win. And they're like, nah, he already lost. And in the back of my mind, I'm just like, eh, I'm pretty sure he's still running." He's like, nah, he, he lost. Like, they just talked about it. And then I looked into it, and Bernie Sanders still was in the fucking race. And, you know, like, the media just kept saying, oh, he he lost, don't worry about it, you don't need to vote for him no more. Just, we're focusing on Hillary. So the media moved in favor favor towards Hillary way before the race was even fucking over. And if you go back, like, to 2016, well, earlier this year, you could remember it clearly that they were always for her. Later on, we're going to find out more about that. And not only did he have issues with, like, the media... Bernie Sanders can never get the fucking black vote, which is fucking stupid, because the motherfucker protested with black people, he got arrested with black people, the motherfucker even walked down the path with Martin Luther King Jr., and he still cannot overcome this one critical moment in June of
4: 1992. <laughs>
0: Bill Clinton had won over the black community forever. All Bill Clinton had to do was just play Saxophone in the Arsenio Hall show, and that's it. He's won the heart of black America forever. And all those black supporters just leaked over into Hillary Clinton because they have so much love for Bill that they'll just do whatever the fuck for him because everybody considered him to be the first black president. This mad fucking comedy shows about him getting hit in the uh, White House, which people took it like, oh, he's black, he got hit in the White House, that's my nigga. So the black community has loved this nigga for, I'm calling him a fucking nigga, the black community has loved this nigga forever. So the minute they heard that Hillary's running after Obama, because, you know, Obama is black and they're going to go for him, even though he's half and a half, like, milk. So after Obama, they're like, yeah, 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 yeah. we're going to go for her now because there's a clinton why not there was this one moment in the white house correspondence where like people kept thinking that obama started to endorse bernie sanders for example we've got the bright new face of the democratic party here tonight mr bernie sanders and a lot of people like oh my god obama's gonna endorse him obama basically say he's endorsing him which is not really the case because what obama said is Here's the new face of the Democratic Party. Because a lot of people don't know that Bernie this whole fucking time, he was registered as independent, meaning he was never fucking Democratic. So that always explained why they never wanted him to begin with because he was never part of their party. This is why they was lean towards Hillary. So like when Obama said, we have the bright new face of the Democratic Party here tonight, Mr. Bernie Sanders. He was basically just trying to get all of those new people who just became Bernie supporters to become democratic supporters. And not only that, but all the money that they donated to Bernie Sanders, he's trying to bring it back into the Democratic Party. So a lot of people took it like, "Oh my god, Obama's endorsing him." Not really. He never was endorsing him because he was Bernie Sanders was never part of the Democratic Party to begin with. But what Obama was trying to do is he was trying to unite the party like he didn't want Bernie Sanders supporters to leave and run towards Trump. So he's like, "Yeah, here's the new guy. He's our new face. He is with us, meaning he is now a democratic, when he was been independent before." So he's basically trying to keep all those people within the party. So to like go back to the media, what they were doing, what they were doing at this time was like ignoring Bernie Sanders and just focusing on Hillary and acting like she already won the race, even though the race wasn't over. At one point, she she was, she she became smart too. She started ignoring Bernie. And she only focused on Trump, meaning like she took her, like, no, no, I already won, don't worry about it. And the media acted this way also. Even though Bernie Sanders was still running, they just pushed him to the side, no, no, he already lost, forget, forget about him. And um, if you know me, the media, I fucking believe the media is owned by the fucking government. I think Trump even said the media's fucking over Bernie, you can see what the fuck they're doing because they're shady.
1: And in all fairness, Take a look at what's happening to Bernie. He wins, he wins, he wins, he wins. And I hear he doesn't have a chance. This is a crooked system, folks. This is a crooked... I'm not a fan of Bernie. I couldn't care less. You know, as far as I'm concerned, I couldn't care less about Bernie. But he wins, and he wins, like me. We've got a corrupt system. It's not right. We're supposed to be a democracy. We're supposed to be... We're supposed to be you vote and the vote means something. All right. You vote and the vote means something.
0: As expected, he didn't win the nomination. Hillary Clinton won it because she had more superdelegates. She had more vote. Overall, she ended up getting the nomination and she moved on. And even though she already won, uh, they were both still uh, campaigning here and there. And little by little like obama had a talk with him everybody's like trying to unite the party as they kept saying around that time so they wanted him to bring in all those bernie supporters to become hillary supporters and then a few days just before the democratic uh party whatever like they had like one big super party the dnc the dnc's email leaked out and basically this is what the emails had to say <laughs>
1: with this bombshell from WikiLeaks which got access to thousands of emails from the Democratic National Committee in May 2016. The chief financial officer of the DNC, Brad Marshall, sent an email to three other DNC staff, quote, it might make no difference, but for Kentucky and West Virginia, can we get someone to ask his belief, does he believe in a God? He had skated on saying he has a Jewish heritage. I think I read he is an atheist. This could make several points difference with my peeps. My southern peeps would draw a big difference between a Jew and an atheist, unquote.
0: Once the emails came out, and they talked about how they were always trying to run against Bernie. They didn't want Bernie. They was finding ways to fuck fuck with him so he doesn't get the nomination, which is pretty fucking obvious because I feel like everybody fucking knew from the start. Well, not everybody, but a lot of people knew that the media were just not in favor of Bernie Sanders. So after the email has just got out, um, this is like probably they had different days. This is probably the first day, the third, yeah, the first day of the DNC, whatever. Where the WikiLeaks they leaked out the emails that they were always against Bernie and they wanted Hillary. And the motherfucker comes out and starts doing this shit.
1: Immediately, right now, we have got to defeat Donald Trump. And we have got to elect Hillary Clinton and Tim Kaine.
0: For the first time ever, the motherfucker got booed. He got booed off stage. Well, he didn't get booed off stage, but. So after he got, like, fucked over out of the election, he basically just turned around and said, you know what, fine, let's go for Hillary because Trump is so fucking bad. And a lot of people, including myself, are like, not gonna happen. No, because no. You can't just talk shit about somebody and say this person is corrupt, this person gets paid by this bank, this person get paid by this, this person does this fucked up shit, this person does that fucked up shit. At one point or another, you're like, yeah, that's very true, that person is fucked up. And you can't be like, alright, cool, cool, she's fucked up, but she's not as fucked up as Trump. And then, it's just like, wait a minute, no nigga, no, no. I feel like this is the way he ended up losing me, because if he would have said, you know what, these motherfuckers have been fucking me over these motherfuckers were in it against me since the start this is a fucked up system fuck you i'm not doing none of this shit fuck this i'm leaving that would have been the fucking illest shit ever obviously he wasn't gonna do it but if he would have taken that time to show and stand up for himself and be like "Look, look they fucked me over you know this is fucked up what he did was like you know what We got to support Hillary Clinton because we cannot have Donald J. Trump out here, blah, 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 blah. And it's like, nah, that doesn't really work in my books because you can't talk shit about somebody and then just be friends with them tomorrow morning. Not going to happen. So that left me in a weird kind of limbo space where I'm like, all right, where do I go from here? Because, again, I am not a Trump supporter. I don't support Trump. But then Hillary. I cannot fucking support Hillary. Hillary. And I mean, we could get into all this shit about Trump. It's, it's way easy. He's a grab by the pussy nigga. We know all this shit about him because that's all the media has ever been talking about since day one. And like I said earlier, the media is owned by the fucking government. So they're always trying to go for the people that they want. And they want Hillary so fucking bad that they keep talking shit about Trump. And again, I'm not for Trump, but you got to see this and know very clearly that the media has always been for Hillary since day one. And if you don't believe that the media is corrupt, you're going to find out one day if it's not today. Because I don't got time to fucking explain shit to people like that, but the media is just the fucking media. They're always lying. So they've been labeling Trump as a racist, a bigot, homophobic. Uh, He doesn't like women. He fucking talks shit about women. Grab them by the pussy. They keep saying all the fucked up shit that Trumps have said before, but... They always act like Hillary's fucking innocent. And that's where my problem begins, because I'm like... Bernie Sanders has been pointing out her bullshit. Getting millions of dollars from bankers. To have private talk with them. Getting money from this fucking people over here, this person over there. And using her fucking corrupt ass fucking foundation to just fuck around with money. This is like... She is so fucking shady... And the media just acts like, oh, no, 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 don't, no, no, just, no, no, overlook that, no, no, ignore that, Ign- <laughs> ignore this one. But Trump is a bad guy. And some people are like, oh, yes, Trump is bad. And then they always show, like, somebody who's offended, like, oh, my God, I can't believe he said that. The grab him by the pussy comment is fucking hysterical. I am sorry. It's fucking funny. I'm not saying that every fucking guy should grab a girl about the pussy. But the way that the media took the whole... Everything that he said they had a bunch of guys saying, "Oh my God, that is disturbing." I will never hang around some guys that speak like that. I don't understand it. Da, da 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 da. It's like no, my nigga. Growing up in New York, I've heard way more worse shit than that. I have probably said a thousand more shit worse than that, and it's like they call it locker room talk. But I'm like, I don't know what the fuck that is anyway. But I'm assuming I understand the premise of it, but. I am pretty sure that you and I and whoever the fuck is hearing this has heard somebody that we all like and love as a friend who said way worse shit than that. And we don't we don't think of them as raper, or we don't think about them like killers or anything like that. But the way that the media took you out of like content and just ran with it and they're like, this is sad, I've never heard something this horrible before, how can this be so fucked up? And again, it is kind of stupid that somebody who's running for president does speak like that, but... It's not the worst shit ever. It's not the end of the fucking world. And again, I'm not for Trump. I'm just saying. Shit. I get, again, I'm trying to keep this as short as possible, but it just keeps getting longer and longer and longer. It gets tricky because there's more stuff to talk about, and it's really, really hard to comp- like keep it in a small, 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 small little podcast. It'll take way longer than 20, 30, 40, 50 minutes to try to explain a lot of stuff. So, one of the people that were, like, trying to keep Bernie Sanders down from the DNC ended up stepping down, right? Because it was so corrupt. And as soon as she stepped down, somebody else came and hired her. After seeing how corrupt that person is, Hillary Clinton stepped in and hired her to work for Hillary. And I'm just like, what the fuck? So, like, after all this fucked up shit, Bernie just endorsed Hillary. I'm not going to go for Trump and I'm not going to go for Hillary. What the fuck do I do? I search around to see what's my other options. I find out that there's more parties. And, you know, growing up, all you know is uh, Democratic and Republican. That's all you see. So growing up this whole time, how I saw it before was the Democratic are always for the poor people, the immigrants, and just people who are sick and tired of paying taxes or sick and tired of the high people, the people who have higher earning, not paying their fair share of taxes, where low people with lower income are like, why are you charging me all this tax? You gotta charge the rich people. But the older I get, the more money I start to make, the more taxes they start taking out of my pocket. So I'm just like, yeah, wait, 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 wait a minute. All this, even Bernie Sanders himself, all this like, let's take money out of rich people, And the top 1%, whatever. All that shit sounds really fucking cool. And I've been saying this since Obama. It sounds really cool till you start making money. So if you win like a million bucks, the federal government is going to come and take half of it. Not even half, like maybe 45% or 30%. But still, like if you get a fucking million and somebody comes in and takes $400,000, you're not going to be fucking happy at all. So the more money I make and the more I'm realizing is how much money the government wants to take out of my fucking pocket. So I'm just like, please stop, please don't. So the minute Trump said, oh, Hillary's like, oh, you don't pay your taxes, he said, because I'm smart. And people got mad at him, but I'm like, no, no, no. That's a good thing. It's not like he did something corrupt and fucked up and fucked over anybody else to get that money. He basically played by the book of the fucking government. Because when you fill out your W4, uh, the W-2 and the W-4 order forms, those shits are fucking complicated. When you fill out your taxes, it is complicated left and right. And they want it to be as complicated as possible. So you need to hire a team of people that could fucking... Niggas got to go to H&R Block. They got to go here. They got to go there. They got to pay money here. Pay money there. To basically get somebody else to help them explain what the fuck is going on. So if Trump has a team of people that says, look... If you do this and you do that, you could save $5,000. And if he does that shit all around left and right, he'll save a shitload of money. And I'm saying this for the millionth time. I'm not a Trump supporter. But the thing is that the way that the government is set up right now is that everything is so fucked up. And they just want to take as much money out of you as possible. If you're a Democrat saying, no, 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 the rich got to pay. That's all fun and games till you start making money. And the more money you make, the more money you make, the more money they want to take. And that's kind of like fucked up because, yo, they take a shitload of money. And it's not like they take your money and they tell you what they're going to do with it. They just take your money. It's no longer yours. It belongs to the government. Again, I'm not for Trump. But I am against the media. My biggest issue with all of this bullshit is not Trump. It's not Hillary. It is the crooked fucking media and their approach to his whole fucking candidate debate bullshit. Because it's just so fucking corrupt. And if you look at it, by all, like, every fucking angle of it, Trump is the person that should win. Again, I'm not for Trump. But the way that the media is attacking him, and I know somebody's like, Oh my God, well, the media gotta attack Trump because he's the lesser of two evils. Not really. She's just as bad, but why the fuck don't they just say, look, this bitch is fucked up. This nigga's fucked up. They're both fucked up. There's a third party to find somebody else. These two motherfuckers are fucked up. Instead, what they're saying is like, yeah, 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 yeah. Just pick her. No. She's fucking horrible. And there is so many fucking people in Trump's fucking rallies. You could look it up. You could Google it. You could see it. Trump is filling out stadiums he's like on a world tour like on some drake and meek mill donald trump is on drake level doing tours venues stadium meek mill is doing arena like little small fucker's place a matter of fact if hillary clinton did meek mill numbers she'd be doing pretty good but she's having a hard time filling up high school gyms where Donald Trump needs to rent out stadiums, football coliseums, stadiums, so he could fill in the crowds. So by value, this motherfucker is beating the fuck out of her. Just completely dominating. If somebody was to vote, just by the number of people who attend rallies, Donald Trump would win by a landslide. So if Donald Trump doesn't win... Holy fuck. It's going to be like the most obvious, obvious like sign of corruption within the government because he has more supporters than her. And it's true because nobody fucking supports Hillary. The only Hillary Clinton supporters are girls who want to vote for her because she's just a girl, which is fucking stupid because Bill Clinton has been accused of a shitload of rape charges and all she's ever done is attack those fucking girls. There's even the fucking great video of how she got a raper off, and then she just laughs about it like ha, ha, ha
3: It happened on this stretch of highway in Fayetteville, Arkansas, back in 1975. A 12-year-old girl brutally attacked by a 41-year-old man. They were reportedly in his pickup truck after midnight and parked in a ravine. That's where she says he beat and raped her. The sixth grader ended up in the emergency room. The young lawyer called on to defend the suspect in the case was none other than Hillary Rodham. Just 27, she had moved to Arkansas to be with her then-boyfriend, Bill Clinton. Hillary Rodham was running the legal clinic at the University of Arkansas in Fayetteville. The defendant, Thomas Alfred Taylor, who denied the charge, had requested a woman lawyer. So the judge appointed the future Mrs. Clinton. It would be her first criminal defense case. Maylin Gibson was the prosecutor at the time.
1: The day after she was appointed, in fact, she called me and wanted to know if I could get her unappointed. She didn't want to represent
0: the rapist. Lies.com, my nigga. So like in the audio tip if you wanna hear it, she basically just didn't know. She she wanted to do this. But it's CNN. they're gonna lie and make up super show to make her look like she's not that bad of a person. But this is a this is a lie. Okay, carry on.
3: Despite her objections, Clinton immersed herself in Taylor's defense, as she was legally obligated to do. In this affidavit seeking a psychiatric evaluation of the victim and signed Hillary Rodham, the rookie lawyer painted the victim as emotionally unstable, suggesting she'd brought false accusations like this before, that she fantasized about older men, and that experts say children like the victim tend to exaggerate or romanticize sexual experiences. CNN contributor Josh Rogan interviewed the victim, now in her 50s, back in 2014, nearly four decades after the crime. The victim said the allegations in the affidavit are untrue, that she'd never romanticized sexual experiences or made any false accusations before.
1: There's never been any evidence presented by anyone to substantiate the allegations that Hillary Clinton made in that affidavit.
0: To the victim, this was an attempt by Hillary Clinton to smear her in order to exonerate her attacker. The victim believes that Hillary Clinton lied uh, in order to win.
3: Clinton also insisted on getting her own expert opinion on the accused rapist's underwear, after the crime lab had cut out the key part of the sample to test, then lost it. In a bold move for a first-time defender, Clinton brought what was left of the accused rapist's underwear from Arkansas all the way here to Brooklyn, New York. More than 1,200 miles, just so a renowned forensic expert she'd hunted down could look it over. A move considered aggressive even by the prosecutor's standards. Maybe so, but it works. Clinton's expert cast doubt on what was left of the evidence, saying it hardly showed the defendant's blood or semen. The prosecution's case quickly started to unravel.
1: We began to uh, scramble and consider uh, possibilities of lesser offenses.
3: The story was mostly forgotten until, in 2014, audio emerged of Clinton talking about the case with an Arkansas journalist back in the 1980s. Listen to her laugh describing the moment she delivered her forensic expert’s findings to the prosecutor. It to and
1: it to us. Well, this guy's ready to come from
3: New York to this miscarriage. Of justice. <laughs> Those recordings were played for the victim by Josh Rogan during his interview. Her reaction was anger.
1: When I heard that tape, I was pretty upset. You lied on me, and you're supposed to be it for women. Do you call that for women? <laughs> what you done to me? And I heard you on tape laughing.
3: There is another piece of audio that Clinton's critics have pointed to for some time. Clinton on the same tape laughing about her client passing a polygraph. Took a lot of text I had to polygraph, which he passed, which forever destroyed my faith.
2: <laughs>
3: the, uh, but, you know What was sad about it was that the
2: prosecutors
3: had evidence. But whatever evidence the prosecutor had was trumped by Clinton's defense. In fact, even the prosecutor told us Clinton was doing what any good defense attorney would do.
1: She was just doing her job. She was going to present the best defense she could. And uh, she, she was certainly going to require us to prove his guilt.
3: In a plea deal, she got her client's charges reduced from rape to unlawful fondling of a child. For rape, Thomas Taylor could have gone to prison for life. Instead, he was sentenced to one year in the county jail. Even that was reduced two months for time served. Clinton was asked about the case weeks after her audio tapes emerged during this interview with an online parenting network in Britain. When you're a lawyer, you often uh, don't have uh the uh, choice as to who you will represent. And by the very nature of criminal law, there will be those who you represent that uh, you don't approve of. But uh, at least in our system, uh, you have an obligation. And once I was appointed, I fulfilled that obligation. No matter her explanation, the victim sees it very differently.
0: She said that the sentence was a miscarriage of justice. In the victim's view, you cannot
1: at once smear a rake victim and then turn around and and claim to be a defender or a role model for women.
0: No, that bitch is fucking sick. They talk about Donald Trump just want to grab bitches by the pussy. But then they don't want to talk about how the fuck she want to kill the motherfucker from WikiLeaks, like.
4: During the past five years, WikiLeaks has revealed millions of secrets that governments and corporations want to hide from you. The list of revelations is long, but it includes the deaths of hundreds of thousands in Iraq. Corruption and torture throughout Middle Eastern regimes. The dumping of toxic waste in Africa and other environmental catastrophes. Abusive practices by the world's biggest banks. The reality of assassination squads in Afghanistan and beyond. During this time, we have withstood attacks from military and intelligence organisations. Lawsuits, imprisonment, cyber warfare and high-level calls for our assassination but now we face our greatest challenge, a politically motivated banking blockade led by Visa, Mastercard, PayPal, Western Union and the Bank of America. This blockade has left us with just 5% of our financial lifeline. It has wiped out successfully 95% of your support. Wikileaks is entirely supported by the public. Everything we do depends on you. But these politicized companies believe they have the right to stop you voting with your wallet. They want to stop you supporting the cause that you believe in. Our network is stronger than ever before. We have thousands of pending revelations, but WikiLeaks work takes a lot of resources. We cannot permit these banks to control our lives, and that is why we have decided to throw all our efforts into fighting these corrupt financial institutions.
0: She wants to drone a nigga for for the fuck. I'm like, can we just drone him? What the fuck? Like, why don't they talk about this? Like, can you just admit that this bitch is a fucking psycho? And once they admit that, I'll be like, all right, cool. What I'm really scared about is, again, is the media, the government. I feel if Hillary Clinton does win, I'm not going to vote for her. I'm not going to vote for Trump. I'm going to tell you who I vote for later. Um, If Hillary Clinton win, what she's going to do is she's going to find a way to make it even more difficult and harder for people to run against what she and other people like her have established. Basically, the system. You remember how we just talked about the super delegates? That shit wasn't around forever. That's something to probably introduce in 2000 some shit, whatever year, I forgot. But after like 2004, I'm assuming they put it on, superdelegate again was like used to just like, you know, make sure that they have the power to select whoever they want. So Hillary Clinton will find one way or another to make it more difficult for more independent people, not just rich people, but just people in general, because to run for president, you need to have a lot of fucking money. That's why a lot of people saw hope in Trump, because Trump and Bernie Sanders both are running on the same campaign of we don't need the we don't need the money from the corrupt bankers we don't need money from the corrupt this people, the corrupt that person. we could do it ourselves. Donald Trump had his own money from the start mm, that might be a little shady topic, but he is rich and he came in with technically some of his own money there's like a fucking weird fuckery there. He found some loopholes and made it work and Bernie Sanders got money from regular people here and there, and Hillary got her money from. The bankers, the pharmacy, the people who want to keep drugs illegal, the people who want to make sure your mother's hooked on drugs, and a bunch of shady shit. I mad nobody talk about the drug abuse in America. Even Trump. Why the fuck do you want to keep drug companies showing drug advertisement on TV and then make weed illegal, and it's fucking stupid? If you know me, I've never smoked a day in my life, but there is nothing, zero shit wrong with marijuana. And then they want to act like it's the worst thing ever. There is proof evidence that Hillary Clinton is on email. You know those fucking emails nobody want to talk about? And Trump is always saying, what about your emails? And people are saying that Trump is using it as an excuse to hide another subject. Like, when people are saying, oh, Trump is a rapist. I'm not saying the motherfucker is not a rapist. I'm not saying he is because I don't know him. But I'm saying is this. Trump been famous for a while. For fucking years. Years. And all these girls wanna come out, not when he announced he's running for president, but just like a fucking week before the fucking election. Some of them are true. I mean, like, I feel like some of them do sound like they're really accurate, you know? Some of them are probably real people. But it's like, why do you wait for him like a week before like the elections to come out? Like, where the fuck have you been for the past fucking two, three, four, twenty years? And it's like they all wanna attack at once it's, like, really shady. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? So, yeah, Hillary Clinton is on record, like, saying that she's, like, gonna keep marijuana illegal and she's not gonna let it pass. And it's just so much fucking corruption. That's my biggest issue. Just, she's corrupt as fuck. The media, the government, are fucking lying. Donald Trump has way more support than she has ever had and will ever have. So, if he doesn't win... Believe me, it's going to be fucking crazy because he has more supporters than her. Nigga, I've never seen anybody excited, hype, or even over the top saying, Oh my God, I'm a Clinton supporter. Nobody's fucking hyping and excited about that shit. Only a small amount of people. When I say a small amount, just go look at the size of that fucking rally. The people that support Hillary Clinton are the people that are saying, Anybody but Trump and we want a female president. And then it's like, the minute, once you start understand, like, understanding politics and how the fuck it works, that's when you start seeing shit like, oh, okay, this is different, this is different, this is different. So whatever. After the Bernie Sanders fucking fiasco shit, where he's like, let's support her. Wait. Oh, wait, 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 wait. I'm going to put in this one last clip about how NPR was trying to make Hillary Clinton sound humanized. Because there is no better way to prove that somebody's a human than just, yeah, just show that she's a human. First Lady Michelle Obama has emerged as Hillary Clinton's most powerful advocate in the campaign. She has even given the Clinton campaign a lasting slogan.
1: Make no mistake about it. Casting our vote is the ultimate way we go high when they go low. Voting is our high.
0: The First Lady was in Winston-Salem, North Carolina today, where she campaigned with Hillary Clinton for the first time this year. NPR's Asma Khaled is there now. Uh, And Asma, what was the scene like today?
2: Well, Robert, this was a huge event for Hillary Clinton, just the sheer size of it. There were an estimated 11,000 people in a basketball arena on the campus of Wake Forest University. And the crowd was really pumped. I mean, they were, you know, doing the wave throughout the stadium even before uh, Clinton and Mrs. Obama got on stage. I-, I met one woman who told me that this is her first political rally she's ever come to. She got in line at 7.30 in the morning. A- and when Michelle Obama took the stage, really she was trying to humanize Hillary Clinton in a way-
0: Humanize? How the fuck do you humanize somebody, though Obama's been trying to convince people that she is human, that you could trust her, that she's okay?
2: Really, she was trying to humanize Hillary Clinton in a way that sometimes, you know, Clinton herself has struggled to do.
0: Now, Michelle Obama has campaigned several times before, but not with Hillary Clinton before. What's what's the first lady bringing to the stage?
2: Well, she was extraordinarily positive, and I think you heard that right there in the clip, trying to remind voters, you know, that this election, does it need to be negative? And, and she was trying to encourage them. And, and she really is arguably the most effective surrogate that Hillary Clinton has. When you look at polling, uh, the first lady is consistently hugely popular among Democrats. And part of that is that she has street cred.
0: That was kind of racist. <laughs> this bitch even says she had street cred, like... That's some racist shit if you think about it. Like, oh yeah, Michelle Obama, she has this street cred. I'm like, you're not from the fucking hood, bitch. You can't be saying somebody got fucking street cred, my nigga. It's like, how the fuck do you say somebody got fucking street cred? It's like, that lingo itself is like, who the fuck speaks like that besides somebody who's from the hood? Bitch, no. You were listening to rap videos. You can't be saying, oh, she has street cred. No, no. not saying Michelle doesn't have street cred, but... You know, if you're from Harlem and you're like, yeah, that bitch Michelle got street cred, I believe you because you understand what street cred is, but if you're a fucking reporter for NPR, you can't be saying, yeah, she has street cred, no, no, bitch, no, that shit gotta stop.
2: You know, she's seen as extremely genuine and Hillary Clinton has sometimes struggled with issues of trust. So the First Lady was trying to lend some of her own credibility to to Hillary Clinton, and you saw that today. She talked about how they are legitimate friends, and you heard Michelle Obama refer to Hillary Clinton as my girl.
0: They had to get this bitch to basically come out out and say that, yeah, Hillary Clinton's my girl, whatever. So after the whole uh, fiasco of the Bernie Sanders movement, I felt like a lot of people were split, and people kind of didn't know what to do, and people didn't want to run towards fucking Hillary, so the media had to fucking find a way to push everybody towards Hillary, reminding you how bad Trump is, he's a mean person, he's a bigot, he says mean stuff, he want to kick out immigrants, he's not saying all of that. So there's a few subjects I'm not going to get into because I don't have time for it if I get bored and Somebody end up liking this one, I'll break the other fucking subjects down even more. But Obamacare, I didn't like it since day one. That shit is fucking stupid and it's fucked up and it's just taking your money. All this shit before, they didn't fucking force you to pay. You imagine like a fucking phone company says, Look, here's a phone, you gotta get you gotta get a plan. And if you don't get a plan, by the end of the month, oh by the end of the year, I'm gonna charge you a thousand dollars. And you're like, nigga, no, I don't want your phone. But this is the government saying it. So what this is right now is like the government is saying, look, if you don't get health care, we're going to fine you $1,000. But if some people are paying $500 a month, they're just like, you know what? I'd rather fucking pay $1,000 the end of the fucking year than me paying $500 every single month. I'm going to save you a lot more money if I just give you $1,000 by the end of the year. And especially if you're young and healthy and don't need to go to the hospital. Like myself. Nigga, why the fuck? I understand that something could happen. If something does happen, you could just apply for fucking health care. But still, my nigga, it's like, no. Whatever, that's another subject. I don't want to get into it. I'll get in deeper. But no, next subject I'm not going to get into all the way. But whatever, I'll touch it. The Second Amendment. They're always trying to remove the guns from the people, right? And the one thing that the Democrats have been pushing forever is this. Guns are bad. Guns kill people. We need, to kill, we need to take people's gun. They don't say it. They keep saying, no, no, we're not trying to take people's gun away. But it's like, inch by inch, they try to take away your rights. Like, they want people to register their guns. And basically, it's another theory of how Hitler got rid of, like, the Jews and stuff like that. Once people started registering their guns, the government knew exactly who to go to. They go over, knock on the door, hey, Mr. Goldman, how you doing? Uh, yeah, we know you got two guns in here. We need those back. Let's let's get them. So they took everybody's fucking gun away. And once they take your gun, you can't defend yourself. But the thing about the, first, the Second Amendment is this. You have the right to bear arms, right? People see it like this. That means you have the right to have a gun and own your gun to defend yourself. But what people forget is you also have that gun to defend yourself from the government. And that's the motherfucker that wants to come and take your gun away so you can no longer defend yourself from the government. So whenever some little small shit happens like Sandy Hook, I don't believe in, uh, and they just basically want to they they use that as momentum to fucking say, look, this is why people can have guns. Guns kill gun no guns kill people, so we're gonna take away their guns. I was watching one of those like Wild Alaska show, and what I realized is Like, the sheriff, whatever, he knew that the other person had a gun, right? He had a gun himself. But him, off the top of the bat, like, he knew that that person had a gun. His approach to that guy was completely different. He was like, hey, sir, how you doing? Um, You know, I just have a few questions for you. Over the top, politeness. In New York City, the only people who have a gun here, technically, are the fucking cops. So without you even saying shit, the first thing somebody has is a gun in your fucking face saying put your hands up. And you're already like, what the fuck? And again, they'll paint it as like, oh, no, no, no. We cannot let people have guns because that's dangerous. Uh, People with guns kill other people. No, no, no. People with guns defend their homes and basically defend their property. And they're also there to defend you, the people, if the government turns on you, the people. Nobody ever thinks about it like that. But guns have way more than one purpose. The media just keeps painting guns as something bad. Again, that was a quick summary. I don't want to get into it. Next summary of some shit I don't want to get into. Whatever. I'm going to keep it. I'm trying to keep it fucking short, but this shit just keeps getting longer. So I'm going to talk about who I'm voting for. So after Bernie is done, I didn't run for Hillary because you will have to pay me. You will have to fucking pay me a lot of money. For me to support that bitch. Like, if that bitch came in here and said, here's five bucks, I'll start supporting her tomorrow morning because I need the money. Nah. (laughs) But it's a fucking bitch. Even the shit about the Trump rallies and how they paid people to start riots at Trump's rally. Like, paying people $15 an hour to just start shit. Start, like, protesting. Start fights. Shows how fucking corrupt they fucking are, but... People keep acting like no, 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 no. They don't want to talk about it. But if Trump was a person who paid somebody else money to start some bullshit at Hillary's uh, rallies, they'll ha- they'll be up that nigga's ass like this, my nigga, talking about it twenty four seven. But they act like no, no, no. He's innocent. No, they. I mean, they act like she's innocent and they don't want to talk about it. So basically, after Donald Trump, I mean, after Bernie Sanders, I started looking around to see who else we got. And then there's Jill Stein. And then there's some other motherfucker called Gary Johnson. And what I've learned about him is this. He's basically a libertarian party. He's a libertarian candidate. He, run f- he ran for New Mexico. He's a crazy motherfucker. And the media has been making him look fucking stupid. Because he's technically fucking stupid. But. He's part of the Libertarian Party. And I'm like, what the fuck is a Libertarian Party? And that's where I got to basically where I'm at right now. What the Libertarian believe in is basically this. They want small government. Which is basically that the government is so fucking big and they're everywhere where they shouldn't be. They shouldn't be in healthcare. They shouldn't be in fucking school system. Because whenever the government gets involved... They just fucked this shit up for no fucking reason. And it's like, I'm not going to have time to explain everything about the party. Like, it has some gray areas because if you, let's say if you own your business, right? If you're the business owner, you have the rights to sell whoever you want. You have the rights to decline a buyer. Like, if somebody was to come in and you say, I don't like that person's hair. I don't like that person's tone. I don't like that person's skin color. That's a touchy subject. <clears throat> so if you say, I don't want to sell it to you because of X reason, then that's that's it. There's some people see that like, oh, no, that's offensive. You know, you shouldn't discriminate, which is true. But if it's somebody's business, it is their property. They should have the rights to do whatever the fuck they want. You know, like if you're having a house party and then somebody come in and you say, I don't like the look in your face, please get out. The government should not come over and say, hey, man, that's fucked up. Let that person into your party, you know, and again that not saying that that's what people should do, you should not discriminate against anybody, and that's ne- not necessarily what the party is about, but what it is about is you have the right to do whatever the fuck you want to do, you know if for whatever reason they don't want to sell to somebody. That's alright. That's their loss because next week somebody who somebody else who do want to sell like to you, they go open up next door and then they start making money, you know, and then you you're gonna go out of business. But you have the rights to do whatever you want. Nobody, especially the government, should never come in to tell you what to do. Taxation is theft, meaning they should not be able to take your money because at the end of the day. You're the one that's fucking getting fucked over. And it's not like you know where that money's going to. So if they take away $1,000 out of your paycheck, at least you should pick where the fuck the money goes. They're like, nope, we need this. Don't worry about it. We're going to go. Bye. And another shit is the government is always saying, we're going to pay for this. We're going to pay for that. We're going to pay for this. We're going to fix that. We're going to fix that. We're going to do this. We're going to do this. But the government has no money. The government doesn't have money. The government gets the money from your pockets. That's where the fucking money comes from. So whenever the government is like, oh, we're going to go to war. Don't worry about it. We're going to, we got, we got a cover. The only way they who get a cover is if they print more money or if hmm, they take it out of your taxes. So whatever. Um, Gary Johnson is stupid. And I have another conspiracy about him. I don't want to get into it. He's dumb. He doesn't even know where Aleppo is, but I'm sure if you're hearing this, you don't know where the fuck Aleppo is. Which is okay, because you're not running for president. So if you're running for president, you shouldn't know where the fuck Aleppo is. Thanks to Gary Johnson and his stupid fucking Aleppo moment, I now know where the fuck Aleppo is on the map. Which is fucking stupid, I don't really need it, but eh, I know where the fuck it is now. His, ah fuck. say. I just feel like, I feel like he's so fucking stupid and he was just put in there by somebody else to basically fuck up the party. So, he sounds fucking stupid. This whole election is stupid. (sighs) Like, just Donald Trump is not your only vote. Hillary Clinton is not your only vote. Gary Johnson, Joe Stein are not your only vote. There is more than one party out there. So, if you can find a party that fits your values, I suggest that's where you go to. Because Democrats... And Republicans might not be the party for everybody, and for me, I feel like Libertarian is the party that I see more of my interests where they share more of my beliefs. Even though I say Gary Johnson is stupid, I'll be a fucking liar to say that that guy is a fucking genius because I feel like he is just a fucking tool, and they're just using him to fuck up the whole look and overview of the of the party. I am more for the party's principles and their views than I am for the party's candidate. The same way some Democrats are not supporting Hillary Clinton, and the same way some Republicans are not supporting Donald Trump. Ah, whatever. Vote forever the fuck you want. If Hillary Clinton wins, the system is so fucking rigged and so fucking obvious. Ah, sorry if I depress you. Alright, cool. So I'm not gonna do this again for a while. I'm not going to talk politics. Um, It's really annoying. You lose a lot of friends because of this shit. I'd rather not talk about it. And nobody wants to talk about it. And then I feel like that's a problem too because you got to talk about it. You know? But nobody wants to talk about it. So, whatever. Look. Uh, Hillary Clinton is very fucking crooked. Crooked, um, It's pretty obvious. Donald Trump is not as racist as they make him seem. The media is always trying to fuck you over. Everybody knows that. Nobody... It's nothing new to nobody. Hopefully, dude, I don't know. We're going to find out. If Hillary Clinton wins, I just think we're going to go to war soon. People say it's Trump who's going to take us to war. It might be both of them. But I feel like he's the one who's definitely trying to pick a fight with Russia. At least Donald Trump is trying to act like he's friends with Russia. Which is way better than fucking trying to pick a a fight with them saying there's no flight zone over Syria. Whatever. Um, Politics as usual. I'm not going to do this again. This is kind of fucking depressing. <laughs> but it's fun. Politics is so much fun. Nobody wants to talk about it. Alright, whatever. I'm not going to do it again. Maybe, maybe, maybe in another fucking four years. Or if. I don't know, man. Um, thanks, Obama. Bye. Facts. <laughs>
3: has been forwarded to an automatic voice message system. Yo,
0: yo, 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 I'm shopping for Tim's, my niggas, the holidays, yeah. Leave a message, one.
3: Is not available. At the tone, please record your message.
0: I mean, I guess you back in a love nest and shit, that's why you're taking a phone call. But I just remember when you were single for like 2.6 seconds, what nigga you was trying to get up on the fucking with, nigga. I'll be that bird, bitch, nigga. I, I see how you treat me when you get back to your lovey-dovey shit. You ignore a nigga. Marisol call you. I call you. You don't pick up the zone. This is Gabby 20, 2004, all over again.
2: <laughs>
0: she just wanted to check on you and see how your legs was. But I guess his legs is good, Marisol. He's fucking
3: 40s with Moda. Ask J-O-T-A at com or fuck off.